Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job so that you can find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology takes over. It officially matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. One more time, try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. This is a this is a first. This is something that I'm very very excited about. Uh, this is an over under palooza. One of our favorite things to do here on the First Cut podcast with Kyle Porter is to uh, throw out all kinds of overs and unders and prop bets and and little side bets. Because Kyle, what is golf if not for having some side bets, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean that's what that's what we do in our uh, you know like when when we're playing, it's fun to. To throw a few few dollars, few hard earned greenbacks on a uh, on a little match, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's our thing. There's like eighty golf podcasts, and some do you know uh, overrated, underrated. Others do different things, and we've kind of uh, we've taken up taken up space on the over under uh, corner. So we've, yeah, it's, it's good. It's fun. This is our corner. Uh, yeah. How do you how did you play? You are right now in Stillwater, right? Yes. Um, yes. You played in the Oklahoma State Media Day golf tournament. How'd you play? Not good. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> now it's uh it, it was it was fun. It was a scramble, so you can't totally tell how you played, but right. Carson Creek is actually where the NCAAs are next year. I believe the NCAA championship. Um and it's hard. Like your ball is either in the middle of the fairway or you lost it. And, uh, that's, that doesn't bode well for me off the tee sometimes. Um, I did whip out a, uh, a true Eagle on, on, uh, 18 on the final hole. Um, so that, that was fun. We used, we used all of my shots on, on one hole and, and it was almost an Eagle. But other than that, it was, uh, it was pretty ugly. It was a lot of taking other people's balls off the tee. Yeah, I did have, so of course the fact that I played Augusta came up in case people in case I haven't made that public enough. So we were playing <laughs> with some some different guys and uh, they were asking about it. And I said, you know, they tell you um, kind of, you know, don't don't tip the caddies like everything's taken care of. But you do it. Um, you do it on the 17th green and and you sort of it's kind of like an underground thing. And it's you know, it's kind of it's kind of part of like the mystique of the whole deal. And uh, one of the guys in our group goes, Oh, so just like SEC football recruiting. That that sounds about like the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good because it was just so like low key and it was off the cuff. It was I I, I died. It was great. Was Gundy out there playing? No, no Gundy. He's, oh man. Uh, I don't know that he has the kind of headwear for for that beautiful mullet. Yeah, to play golf in it. I think it might just whip around and get in his face and yeah, he he was not present. Didn't Yersesic play? No, he he didn't. None of the coordinators did. Some of the coaches, Casey Dunn, the wide receivers coach, um, he like wins it every year. He like stacks his team. You're like, what what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, but he finished second, so their team was up there. 
and a couple of the other position coaches. So yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Back in the glory days of the ACC uh, football kickoff, uh, when things were a little bit less intense before the national championships came in, we'd get to play like Pinehurst or you know mm-hmm. like all these great courses, and you'd always have the coaches with the ringers, and the ringers were always like these three handicap like media CEOs. And it was just like, oh, good. And I get to play with Virginia Tech quarterback Logan Thomas, <laughs> who just who just took up golf like last summer and who I will say, uh, because of the hand eye coordination required for football, especially the position of quarterback was was pretty sick. But uh, wait, just spraying the ball everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of annoying when you when you play with different ath- like professional athletes or even college athletes. They take up golf and they're like automatically good at it just because of the variety of like skill sets that they already possess and you're like this is this is annoying like i've been (laughs) playing this game for like 15 years like why is this guy good (laughs) all right we're just gonna jump in here okay i've got uh 27 different props and uh some of them some of them are gonna we'll be able to burn through real quickly some of them uh will will require some some larger conversation again this is going to be a two-parter so make sure that you are subscribed to the first cup podcast with kyle porter uh because the we will uh we will be just laying these out in two beautifully digestible pieces of all of course as you will uh hear brought to you by ZipRecruiter, where businesses of all sizes uh can find candidates for their job easier than anyone else all right so we're i'm gonna jump right in because we were talking about uh athleticism and you know just being able to pick it up and being pretty good and when i think about uh athleticism uh, i'm gonna we got to talk about one of the most athletic in fact an arrogantly athletic golfer (laughs) dustin johnson Dustin, I thought you're. I thought you're going Mark Leishman there. <laughs> Lark, I'm saving the Jimmy Walker and Mark Leishman props for later in the show. Maybe the <laughs> second one. Uh, all right, Dustin Johnson, major championships, one point five. Yeah, uh, you, you got to go over, right? I, I mean, he, he, here's the thing. Like, and I didn't realize this. I think it was Doug Ferguson that had this stat. Royal Birddale was the first time he's played the weekend in a major since last year's Open Championship at Royal Troon. And it was like, it's been a year since DJ's played the weekend at a major. So I, I think that sort of just points to the, the thing that we're always talking about, about how there's only four of them and right. only so many guys win them. And he's going to be uh, 34 next year. Um, so he's got, you know, he's got a little bit of time left. Um I don't know how long his swing holds up, how long he is mentally engaged in in being the best player in the world. But I, I have to go over one point just based on the just based on the talent. But cause, yeah, I cause mean, I I wouldn't I did not set this at two and a half because of his age. I would say that his yeah. age and the competition kept me from. Uh, thinking that this is a conversation like I, I agree with you. I think that because of how good he is, you've got to think that he's going to win another one. Um, but I, I wasn't feeling confident that the conversation was between three and four, for example. What do you if he wins another one? What do you what do you think it is? That's, Which one? Oh, so that was the essence. Dustin Johnson PGA Championships point five. 
it's so hard because like you could see him winning any of them, right? Like his 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 ball flight, his game sets up well for an open. He's contended at opens. He went sixty five sixty five in in two thousand fifteen at uh, at St Andrews before he was just vaporized on the weekend by Zach Johnson, the the other the long lost Johnson. Um, you could see him winning the Masters very easily. Could you really? He's, yeah, he's got like five or uh, excuse me, like three straight top tens there, top fives maybe. He's been really, really. Good. I mean, he just feasts on the par fives. He doesn't. There's not a par five on the course for him. They're all par fours. Yeah. And so you, you know, he made three eagles in a round a couple of years ago. Um, he's already won a U.S. Open, and then you know, you look at a place like Quail Hollow, where I think that. Him and Rory and Rom and guys like that are, are just they're gonna just eat because it's it's long and it's a PGA. I mean, the, the the look at the guys that have won PGA championships. They're they're long hitters. Rory's won a couple of them. You know, Jimmy Walker wins last year. He's not the longest guy in the world, but he's long enough. Jason Day. You know, it's just these just these bombers in these in these huge ballparks. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess I guess I would bet on if any of them I, I would bet on a pga championship with dj so i'll go over i'll say he ends his his career with at least one pga championship i think i think that it that's what i see happening that it's just um you know even as the u.s open continues to tinker with things uh and he does have you know um he does have t2 and t9 in 2011 2012 and another t9 in 2016 i just think that at some point um, the there's just going to be more courses in the PGA Championship circuit where if DJ is healthy and he just goes out there and just starts ripping it, like that's that's where I see his next major championship coming. It wouldn't surprise me, you know, if he tears it up at Augusta. But for some reason, my head it it must be the bomber, right? Like, is that that's just like my brain is probably just connecting the the monster hitters to the big ass like. You know, the like I, I imagine PGA championships if they were football stadiums to be like the big house or the shoe. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and so it's it's just, yeah, I, I'm with you. It, it's easy to see him. I mean, he's already contended, you know, at, uh, I think it was a, where was it in 10 when he had the, the penalty? That was at Whistling Straits when, when Martin Keimer went on to win in a playoff against Bubba Watson, which, by the way, I was doing some research on PGAs. 2010. Was it ten when it was at Whistling Straits? It was nine or ten. I think it was ten. And Rory and Zach Johnson both finished one shot out of a playoff that year, which was totally bizarre because Zach Johnson and Whistling Straits do not add up. And then Rory was like in his first year or second year as a pro, and um, and that was when DJ sort of lost out on that bizarre penalty ruling the the grounded club in the, right. in the sand or whatever. But um, it was yeah, Whistling not, Straits, by the way. Do what? It was. You were right. Whistling straight uh, when he finishes yeah. T five there. Right. And so um yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that it's uh I think that it's very easy to see him winning a PJ. Think about this, like you look at we are one like top five or even top ten guy away from having just a really incredibly strong major champion season. We go Sergio, Brooks Kepka, Speeth. 
And think about what if what if Rom or Rory or DJ or or any of Justin Rose, like any of those guys in the top ten wins the PGA. Think about how strong that major season is. Like and we saw it last year too and the year before. It's just it's incredible to me how 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 many years in a row we've seen just heavyweights take these these major championships, especially after you had some you kinda had some <laughs> Some uh, some dark ages there in the mid 2000s, 2003, I think it was Mike Weir and Jim Furyk and Todd <laughs> Hamilton, and you know not not the strongest list, but uh, it's pretty it's pretty fun right now, and it, and it and you see it kind of play out at, at the majors. Well, before we get into the majors, we of course have got to talk about Zip Recruiter because with Zip Recruiter you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology takes over. It efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. So if you are hiring, you need to get with ZipRecruiter today. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. In fact, it finds them. Over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails, no juggling calls. Just simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. One more time, try it for free today. ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. PGA Championship, over under... 15 under as the winning score to par at Quail Hollow. Uh, I'm going to go under being closer, like, and, and I'm saying closer to even par winning it. Ah, so you think it'll, because I, I was looking, I went to, I'm I'm assuming there's going to be a little more effort to make it more difficult than the Wells Fargo, but using Wells Fargo winners, obviously you got to throw Rory's 21 under out because it had a 60 freaking one on it. Um, but like Tiger wanted at 14, there were a couple 11s, there were a couple 12s at 13. I think that, uh, I think when Ricky wanted, it was at like 10 or nine. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, what, what number would you put on it then? Well, it, it's confusing to me because yes, you're right. Like we've seen these, these kind of low scores win this tournament, um, and you add into that, like, think about the last few years of PGA's day wins at 20 under. Like, it seems like it seems like the PGA of America is like uh, big, 12, US- big 12 football. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're not the USGA. Like, we're not the SEC. We don't care about scores. Let's 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 let these guys eat. Like, let's let's open it up. But the thing that's changed about Valhalla this year is after last year's uh, Wells Fargo, after James Hahn won. Um, they brought in and, and completely changed the surface of the course. So they brought in this Bermuda grass that, uh, you know, I was listening to Jimmy Walker talk about it recently, and he he said, you know, this stuff can get if they if they set it up right, it can get fast and it can get difficult, and and the rough is tougher to hit out of. So I, I don't, I, I'm a little confused about like what the if it's going to be like one under or if it's going to be 11 under I, I think i would say something in like the high single digits something like eight, an eight or nine or seven or something like yeah. that yeah nice all right so we're going uh under or over but 15 under just seems like it's a, it's a little bit too far away from par all right um number of golf carts stolen from quail hollow and driven to selwyn pub over under 0. 0.5 <laughs> 
<laughs> Did Robert Allen be qualified for this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because I've got I've already got my own list of potential culprits. I won't indict them ahead of time, but I've got like some cell phone numbers and uh, some criminal defense attorneys that I'm ready to make some connections <laughs> if need be. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I think I think that you know the uh, they didn't have that normal. Um, the normal May time, which normally you're just catching all the college kids, all the Charlotte college kids are, are coming back right after exams. You know, I, I think that this is a summer, a summer of buildup. This is a time to get in your last summer pranks. There are some, there are some 16 to 25 year olds in Charlotte that have been building up for this moment who are going to be treating this one like, uh, like it's their final major of the social season. Is uh, I, I got an over under for you. Is the um, like the average temperature for the four days? You you live somewhat close to Charlotte in in the area. Uh, average temperature for the four days of the PGA Championship over or under ninety nine and a half. What are, what are we looking at? Under, but the heat index will hover around like one hundred one or one hundred two because of the humidity. I think that they should allow the golfers to wear shorts for the tournament. Dude, it is going to be uh, – it is going to bake. It is going to be I wanna so see hot. Just the, just the angst from like the RNA and USGA over golfers wearing shorts for an actual event. It would be just fabulous. I would love it. And PGA wouldn't care. Yeah, they'd be like, this is – They're like, know. nah, this is the pro-am out in Hawaii. Justin Timberlake's <laughs> out here just dropping chips in. Uh, all right, staying at PGA Championship. This is more of a prop. Better leaderboard finish, Ricky Fowler or John Rahm? Ooh, that's a good one. I mm. think they're both going to play well. I do too. And I, uh, I, I've, I've got them, like when I'm power ranking my PGA Championship right now, I think they represent like the top of tier two, where obviously like number one is me just – wanting to throw my pants off at a, a Spieth and Rory or like even like Dustin Johnson getting up in there. But I, I think that you go Ricky Fowler, uh, former winner at Quail Hollow, and you go John Rahm, somebody whose game just uh, just seems ripe, like, you, like you've said, to feast uh, on this yeah. course. So uh, Ricky Fowler, John Rahm, who do you think has a higher leaderboard finish on Sunday? I think that, well, Rahm's, I think, as of right now, he's going to be my pick to win, so I have to go with him. But I, I could see, I, I, I would, I would bet on both of them finishing in the top ten. I, I really would, just just because of. I mean, we talked about Ricky after the open. I, I, the putts just didn't fall, but I don't want that to kind of deter me from the trajectory that he's been on this season, which is just finishing in the top ten week in and week out. And I know it's a tougher field, but I, I think that I think he's going to play really well at Quail Hollow. All right, uh, and for those who are unaware, um, the number 16, 17, and 18 at Quail Hollow, commonly referred to as the Green Mile. Um, the prop here is, for the winner, the number of birdies on the Green Mile across the week. Okay, so I'm going to give you a second. So 16, 17, and 18. Is 16 is the, uh, I know 17 and 18. 16 is the par four? Right. Okay. Um, and number of birdies on the green mile for the winner across the week. So three holes, four days, going seven and a half. 
did they did they rebuild these three holes after Rory burned them to the ground? No, they did not totally rebuild them. But uh, <laughs> Rory, Rory burning the green mile to the ground was taken into consideration as I continued to bump the number up in my head as I was trying to f- come up with the over under. Yeah, I, I I think I I I'm going under. Um, that's a good number. I, I think I'm under just just because I think it's going to play. Like I said, tougher than um, than it normally does. That par three, man, seventeen. It's that tough. is that's in, that's an insane shot. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about kind of the the finish that we got at at Bergdale, and and I was thinking about how you know what's the finish going to be like at at uh, at Quail Hollow, and and just thinking about that seventeen. That's going to be a that's going to be an insane Sunday afternoon shot for the leaders. And uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that the winner is just going to be trying to hang on there uh, on the weekend. So I'm going to go under seven. Uh, it was it seven and a half under seven and a half in terms of birdies for the, uh, for the eventual champion. Yeah. I think that the eventual champion might be able to get it on Thursday. I was thinking that you might get, you're never going to birdie all three of them. And that if you are the champion, then at some round you maybe have birdied two of them and then you're just holding on at the end trying to make sure yeah. you get like uh like maybe it's it's par par birdie or birdie par par remember, remember when uh was it david toms that made like a nine on 18 do you remember this no david toms won i think he won wells fargo and he made like a a quad on 18 to win by three or something he was uh, he was up by like seven and hit it in the water I think he hit it in the water like twice and oh. ends up making a nine and still and, won and still won. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. All right, let's go. Um, here we go. Ricky Fowler career wins 14 and a half. Are we talking uh, PGA Tour only or across all tours? I think that for Fowler, we're talking uh, across all tours. Because right now, how many European wins does he have? Two? I think he's got six total. I think he's two European and four PGA yeah. Tour. Uh, that's a really good number for, for all tours. Um, he's 28. So that would be one a year for the next. I'll go over. Ooh, I think I think I think he ends up in that like fifteen to eighteen range globally uh, uh, at the end of his career. So he, I, he's he's he started winning at a at a at a higher rate recently. You know, you, you look at the first four years of his career; he's only got one win. He's got that Wells Fargo. That's it. But for, then you go four. like Players, Deutsche Bank, Honda Classic, Scottish yeah. Open, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and it was like rapid. You know, and, and he's not somebody I don't think that's going to win like five times a year, like a Spieth or a DJ, but he could win twice a year in a couple of years. He could he could steal a, an HSBC champions over in China. He could, you know, win a couple times at, at a couple more times at like a Scottish Open or something like that. So, yeah, I'll go I'll go I'll go over 14 and a half. All right. Now, a younger player who I have set a higher win total for Justin Thomas career wins 16 and a half. And he's got four right now. Is that right? I believe so. Let me get, 
Man, I, I go back and forth on Thomas. I, I really do. Like his pedigree, and I wrote about this at the beginning of the year. I predicted that he would get into the top ten um, by the end of the year, and then he did it by the end of January. But uh, his pedigree is is immaculate. I mean, it's it's speed like it's the same basically, and yet he just you, you see him in some of these bigger tournaments, and it's like. What are you? What are you doing here? Like, but, you just but that's not the question. The question is, yeah. you know, like how many times is he going to get out there and uh, jack up the Sony Open? You know? Yeah, I'll go over. I, I think over. I think he is. I felt like sixteen and a half was a big number, but considering that he's already got four and he's twenty four, I just I was I was adding him up, and I was like, man, you know, he could have fifteen years of like very competitive PGA tour golf left. Yeah. He could absolutely hit 16, 17 wins. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, it, it's, it's interesting to think about the guys that have gone before these guys and won. So, so like 20, 20 wins, that's, that's your career PGA tour card. You get to play in any tournament you want, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's like Steve Stricker is up there. Jim Furyk, Davis Love the third has 21 wins, I think. So, 20 is sort of the like that, that's a that's a really good career, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think these guys are going to play less often than than those guys did the previous generation. Um, but I also think that a JT is is just better than a Jim Furyk. Like he's just he's just better. He's just a better golfer. Um, and I think that over as the years roll on, he'll learn that consistency at the highest level, or not even the consistency, but just how to think his way around these different golf courses a little bit better. Um, so yeah, I'll go over. All right. Jimmy Walker, PGA tour wins nine and a half. What, he has six right now. Yeah. Seven. Uh, I'll go under. Yeah. He's, he, he's uh 37, 38 yep. years old. Yep. He started winning when he was like 34, kind of a, kind of an American Alex Noren type career. Um, yeah, I'll go under. I, I just, uh, I don't know. It, it's, but they've all been like this is. I, so this is the thing with Jimmy Walker because you're right. He's 38 years old, but you know, if if you go, if you imagine that at 38 he has three to five years of competitive golf left, and going back to the start of the 2014 season, he has five PGA Tour wins. You know, can can he get three or four more? Yeah, I mean he—he's a guy that gets on those like heaters where he'll win like three of five tournaments, and you're like, "What? What's happening here? Like, what is going on?" But you know, with him battling this sort of um, oh, he's got Lyme disease. Yeah, this Lyme disease that he has, and it's just—I think that like there's this sort of low key like um, once you've won a major, like, and and I don't like. It, it, I, I don't I don't know that it's as easy to like maintain that drive like I feel like winning a major Henrik Stinson talked about this recently like it almost like completes your career for somebody who's in their upper 30s or, or early 40s because you've got kids you've got a family you've got all this other stuff going on and it's like man I got my major like that's I'm good like I, I got it um and so I I sort of think that walk not not that the drive isn't there like he's a pro and he's a great or he's a good player he's not i don't think he's a great player um 
So I, I just, yeah, I'm going to go under. All right. So um, this is the last one for part one of the props. We will be leading part two with Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, uh, and some other a, another major winner with some questions about whether they will be able to add another one to their resume. But this goes back to our rookie of the year discussion, Wesley Bryan, uh, career PGA Tour wins for Wesley Bryan. I got it set at seven and a half. Wesley's 27? 27 years 20, old. He's 27, you said? Yeah. Um, man, that's a lot. I know. I'd go under. I mean, that's basically like twice what Fowler has right now on the PGA Tour. Uh, yeah, I go under. Wesley's a good player. You know, I, I, I think mean, seven that, is seven for PGA Tour wins exclusively. Seven is where Matt Kuchar is with like Stuart Sink having six. Bill Haas wow. has six. Yeah. I can see him having that type of a career, though, a Bill Haas-like type uh, or a Bill Haas-like career. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know that he's ever going to contend for a major. He might. I think he could at like a – I think he could contend at like an Open, maybe a, maybe a U.S. Open, depending on the track. Um, yeah, I, I'd go under. I, I think he wins more, but not over seven times. Well, that wraps up part one of our Over Under Palooza. Make sure that you're subscribed to the First Cup Podcast if you're listening to this right now. Uh, If you're listening to this and you are a subscriber, just let it roll. Part two coming up next.